Welcome to From the Stands, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, Billiken fans from the stands where we talk uh, Billiken athletics. It's uh, a great opportunity this morning to talk with uh, John Bell, our head uh, track and field and cross country coach after coming off of a uh, really fantastic season with uh, Toby Gillen this this, uh, this spring along with a bunch of other good performances. But uh, John, welcome back. Uh, wanted to first talk about, talk about uh, the experience of uh, taking our uh, taking our 5,000-meter runner to the finals of the NCAA. It's a big step for our program. And how, how talk through that, really how the spring went for Toby, positioning. I mean, it, it takes a different training to, tr- to train someone at that level. And what I'm most excited about is now we've, now we've taken that next step for others to follow. But uh, how did the spring go with Toby? Then we'll talk about the team a little bit, but especially with Toby, how did that go? and especially the process of going to Austin and competing at that level. Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me back. Um, no, I think uh, the process with Toby was it was fun. It was going down to Austin was, was, uh, it was a blast in a lot of ways. It was good to see somebody, uh, you know, a young person who worked really, really hard from the moment he stepped on campus, the, just the training, everything he's done. He's been one of the most coachable kids we've ever had. And to see kind of that, that uh, all that work come to fruition there at the end of the season was, was really exciting. Um, you know, to run against the best guys, you know, the best 5,000 meter runners in the entire country. Some, you know, some of those kids had run at the world championships. So, I mean, you're talking about some of the best runners in the world uh, at, at that meet. So, super excited for Toby to do that. You know, we, to kind of go back to, to peel the onion after the cross country season, which is crazy to think that Toby Gillen was only 10th in the, in the A-10 in cross country. A lot of people forget that he missed the first six weeks of the season with an injury, and so really had only trained for about a month leading into that championship. Um, but after that championship, uh, after that season, we we really dove into his training, and we we changed a lot. Uh, we started. Do, you know, it's kind of the big craze right now in, in Division One cross country and track is is doing these double workouts, um, and we we adopted that uh, training program. We. We have our own tweaks to it, uh, which I'm not ready to share <laughs> nationwide yet. But we have some some special tweaks to it that I think allowed him to to see the the, the full benefit of that training, and and he put his nose to the grindstone. Um, you know, he stayed here all Christmas break and, and trained really really hard uh, in that time period in the cold. The you know the miserable December uh, that we had. Uh, you know, being from the tropics, that was really hard for him. Uh, but he, he put the work in and obviously got better throughout the indoor season, set a bunch of school records, ran really fast. Uh, and, and the snowball really started going down the hill at that time and just got bigger and bigger and bigger each successive week. So, you know, there's a lot of details to the training, you know, in terms of the volume and, and the workouts. And the, But the, the, at the end of the day, what made Toby successful was, again, his, his ability to be coached. He trusted the process. Uh, he trusted me. Uh, I trusted him to do the work when I, you know, I, I don't have a high on him 24-7, uh, but I knew he was taking care of his body. He was making smart decisions, uh, you know, away from our building, uh, you know, in his personal life. And really, 
you know, which allowed him to be successful. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it was a wild ride for, for, for that, basically this entire second semester. So the, the obvious next question is, you know, as we look back and we, when we brought him here a year and a half ago, right, and went through that process, how do you take this spring to go, okay, now we can now take that next step, both with our men and women from a mm-hmm. recruiting and from a training perspective, because we've been there, done that. We've had, we've had great distance runners in the past. We had Manuel, we had Margo, we've had many that have one-offs, but now, now we've really, we've, we've taken that step individually. Mm-hmm. How do we now use that mm-hmm. across the board to help young men and women come here know that they can they can yeah, run well, and I think that's that's the big the, the key component is is now that you have one <clears throat> and you can point to that and say hey this is it, it can be done here it can be yeah. done on the streets of St. Louis yeah. uh, you know running in, in, in more of an urban environment um, you know for the for the current members on the roster to, to train every day and see you know the, the the habits. You know the habits that, that Toby had with his diet, with his sleep. Um, you know, making smart decisions away from, like I said, away from our building. Um, you know, he he could lead by example, and so the current runners on the roster saw that. You know, they, they you know, I feel like a lot of them are embracing that uh, kind of that lifestyle. Uh, I think that's contagious when you see success. And now, you know, we had a group of guys fly down to Austin to watch him run and support him, which was which was great to see from a, a – it starts to speak to the culture of, of, like, hey, this is what we want to do. We want to be at this meet. We want to experience this meet. Uh, everybody likes to win. Like, that's – I think if you're, not, if you're in athletics and you don't like to win, you're probably in the wrong business. Um, you know, so I, I think that is, is now permeated through the program, and we it's obviously on, on the coaching staff to, to continue that. Um, you know, to hold hold our athletes, our student athletes, accountable to, to making smart decisions and training hard and, and, and doing those things. Um, now, what's interesting is is what does it do for our recruiting, and what does it do as we build the program? Again, now I can I can point to every you know you know every young man or woman that walks into my office, and I can show them, hey, this is if you do this, this can help you get to the national meet. We've this, we've done that here. Uh, it wasn't some. It's not some fictitious, pie in the sky dream. Uh, we we can now point to that. <clears throat> What's also fascinating is, is just the amount of, of emails and phone calls and text messages that I've gotten since he qualified for the for the national meet. Now people see that hey we we can, again uh, prospective students see that well St. Louis is a place where we can do this. Uh, you have the, the, the really fast times and, and people want to be a part of that. So I think it's he, he's Toby's success has done a lot of things for not only the, the kids in the program, but those who are looking at the university and, and wanting to be a part of the program. One of the things I found fascinating is what a great job he did um, with his diet and really focused mm-hmm. on uh, fueling for mm-hmm. performance. Um, how... Uh, how encouraged or excited are you as the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center comes on from the fueling station and nutrition so that we can really help fuel those kids better? Right. No, the, the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center is, is such a game changer. And I know every every coach and, and administrator and, and everybody around our department is, is super excited to, to, to see that facility come online. For me and, and our cross-country and track and field kids, 
Uh, you know, diet <clears throat> is, is is such an integral part of, of, of performance. I mean, we can say that for, for every sport, but our bodies <clears throat> in, in track and field and cross country, that's our equipment, and we have to take care of it. We have to be running and, and jumping and throwing and whatever event you do, we have to do it at such a high level, it, it has to be optimized. And, and so you can't be as, as much as pizza and burgers, as much, as much as us adults like to enjoy that stuff, as a high-level Division One athlete, those are things that we, we have to be very you know, conscientious about, what we're putting into our body. And so now having a facility across the parking lot from, from where a lot of our student athletes live, their ability to get good, clean meals, uh, fresh food, uh, it's just it's going to take our, our performance to a whole nother level. I would assume it's going to take all of our, our performances across all of our sports to a whole nother level, but especially with us where we're, we're talking iterations of seconds yeah. and, and centimeters and, 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 and those minute details make a huge difference. Toby, again, his background... He, he lives on a farm, and so he has uh, he had access to you know organic food right there you know on his own on his own land, um, and he took those habits. He had to learn you know how to grocery shop a little bit here in America. Uh, it's, our grocery stores are a little different than the grocery stores in, in Australia, uh, but once he kind of figured that out and figured out how he could cook for himself and and, and get the the right clean foods. You know, it did make a difference. So the, the Champion Center, I think, is going to make a, a tremendous impact on, on our student-athletes. What, uh, we, when you go to the finals of the NCAA, it shrinks the summer, right? And uh, for, for good, I mean, for a good, for a good reason. Mm-hmm. What does the next, uh, is, we've got 39 days till our charge. What do the 39 days look like in the summer for track and field coaches and helping young people prepare. What does that look like? Well, you know, that's, that's a good question because we, we've, we do need a little bit of downtime um, to, to recharge the batteries, uh, but we want to capitalize on, on, on the momentum that we have. And so we've been recruiting like crazy uh, this month uh, in, in June here. We've been just absolutely hammering away uh, with, with Still finishing up recruiting. You know, the transfer portal is, is a fascinating time to be a part of, of Division One athletics. Um, in, in some regards, it's it's nice to have easy access to, to graduate students and, and kids who, you know, are, are looking for different opportunities. So you're, you're constantly recruiting. Um, but we, we have to start to shift our focus uh, or simultaneously focus on, on the kids that, we've or, that have already committed to the program, uh, you know, whether they're high school seniors, uh, graduate transfers, regular transfers uh, that are coming into the program. You know, we're making sure that they have, uh, you know, training plans so that they're prepared when they, when they get on campus here in, in August. Uh, obviously, for the returning student athletes, making sure that they're up to speed on 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 the training plans and making sure they're getting their miles in and, and taking care of their bodies. And um, you know, we we've had some team zooms already to to. Again, to explain the process, explain the expectations. Because again, at the end of the day, kids, uh, student athletes want to have high expectations and they want coaches to, to hold them accountable to those expectations. And so we have to be very clear with our communication. We have to over communicate to them and just remind them. And, and it's, it's not a dogmatic thing. It's, it's just a very open conversation. And it's an exciting conversation because again, there's a lot of momentum and a lot of excitement around what's possible. And so I think the more we engage in those conversations and the more we, 
we were very clear with our communication, what our expectations are, and meeting those kids where they are in their training and with you know kind of their physical abilities uh, and, and problem solving. You know, because they're on family vacations, they're on break too. You know, they, they've got a lot of things going on, summer jobs. But meeting them where they are and helping them navigate life at this point. Uh, you know, so that, they, that they're achieving the goals uh, that they have for themselves this summer and, and they're prepared for, for the fall when they get here. So last question, what, uh, with the uh, very exciting what happened on the track, the uh, throws facility off the charts, mm-hmm. super cool for all the Billikens out there. If they come by our track, they'll see the new throws facility. Mm-hmm. What's the next step for the program? What's the next step for the team and the program for all of the... Uh, our Billiken fans to uh, expect to follow both in the fall and come next spring. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we we expect to be competing for a, a cross country title uh, with our men's program for sure. Um, you know, I think we're going to have the, the the guys that, that can compete. Uh, the fascinating thing about cross country is every team lines up on one day, you shoot the gun, and there you go. It's you get one shot at it uh, for good or you know better or worse, you get one shot at it. But I think. You know, with some of the returners, with some of the guys we're bringing in, you know, they're going to be primed and, and be competing for that championship. Uh, our women's program is going through a rebrand, so to speak. Uh, super excited. We've got eight new women distance runners. Uh, actually, taking it back, nine new distance runners coming into our program. So it's going to be a very different look. I think there's going to be, um, quite honestly, probably some growing pains just as we have freshmen learning how to navigate college life for the first time. But the exciting thing is, is we have upgraded the talent level significantly. So, you know, anytime you go to a to a cross country meet with, with better talent, you like your chances to do better. Um, so it's going to be on us as coaches to to make sure that they're prepared uh, to compete at, at at you know for that championship and compete at the best of their ability. Um, I'm out of the prediction business, so I don't know where we'll finish, but you know we're going to be better than what we were. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And then, you know, as we transition, you know, with the, with the rest of the program, again, our women have 22 new members coming in uh, with, with, you know, in addition to those, those distance runners. So, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be, I think, pretty, pretty talented across the board uh, in all the different events. And, and we do have a, working on securing a home cross country meet September 16th. We're still working with uh, the parks, uh, parks folks to, to put that out there. Uh, but the, the tentative plan right now is September 16th for a home cross-country meet. Which is always fun. Last year, great home meet uh, for the community to come mm-hmm. out and really cheer on our Billikens. Well, uh, John, thank you for your time today. Congrats on a great spring. And uh, clearly a lot of positives looking forward to uh, come August. So uh, congratulations. Anything else you want to share with uh, our Billiken faithful here before we uh, call it a moment until we do it again. I think people need to come out September 16th once we finalize a park, come out and see the excitement that uh, is cross country. There you go. There you have it. John Bell, the uh, head cross country and track and field coach here in Billiken Nation. And uh, we, until we do it again, go Bills. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens!